it's not what I'd want. Well, I'll come back when you make up your mind. Wait a minute. I have made up my mind. I'd like a plain omelet, no potatoes on the plate, a cup of coffee, and a side order of wheat toast. I'm sorry, we don't have any side orders of toast, I'll give you a muffin or a coffee roll. What do you mean you don't make side orders of toast? You make sandwiches, don't you? Would you like to talk to the manager? Hey, Mac. Shut up. You've got bread and a toaster of some kind. I don't make the rules. Okay, I'll make it as easy for you as I can. I'd like an omelet, plain, and a chicken salad sandwich on wheat toast. No mayonnaise, no butter, no lettuce, and a cup of coffee. Number two, chicken salad sand. All the butter, the lettuce, the mayonnaise, and a cup of coffee. Anything else? Yeah, now all you have to do is hold the chicken, bring me the toast, give me a check for the chicken salad sandwich, and you haven't broken any rules. You want me to hold the chicken, huh? I want you to hold it between your knees. <laughs> you see that sign, sir? Yes, you all have to leave. I'm not taking any more of your smartness and sarcasm. You see this sign? Thanks a million. Say a little missus. Who say it was going to take you to get down there? Oh, about two or three days. Two or three? Yeah? You got a helmet? Oh. Oh, I've got a helmet. <laughs> I got a beauty. You know... This used to be a hell of a good country. I can't understand what's going wrong with it. Man, everybody got chicken. That's what happened. Hey, we can't even get into, like, a second-rate hotel. I mean, a second-rate motel, you dig? Don't they think we're going to cut their throat or something, man? Like, they're scared, man. Oh, they're not scared of you. They're scared of what you represent to them. Hey, Amen. Oh, we represent to them, man, as somebody who needs a haircut. Oh, no. What you represent to them is freedom. Police have confirmed that the body of the man found dead in the Fenway marshes yesterday afternoon is that of Timothy Delahunt, an undercover policeman for the city of Boston. This was the scene yesterday when Delahunt's body was found in the marshes near the Fenway. As for who did this or why, that's something police are working on right now. If you have I don't any believe information it. about this murder... What can't you believe? I spent all fucking night dragging the poor bastard in there. Tell me how they found him so fast. Somebody walking a fucking dog in three feet of mud. What kind of fucking size of dog is that? That's a big fucking dog, man. I spent all fucking night doing it, man. I'm embarrassed. I still don't believe he was a cop. I don't believe it. The cops are saying he's a cop. So I won't look for the cop. You soft fits. When I tell you to dump a body in the marsh, you dump him in the marsh. Not where some guy from John Hancock goes every Thursday to get a fucking blowjob. Don't laugh. This ain't reality TV. Four weeks, and I don't see any evidence of mental illness at all. And I think that you've been trying to put us on all this time. 
you know, what do you want me to do? You know. You know what I mean? Is that it? Is that crazy enough for you? Want me to take a shit on the floor? <laughs> Christ. Have you ever heard the old saying, a rolling stone gathers no moss? Yeah. Does that mean something to you? Uh... It's the same as don't wash your dirty underwear in public. I'm not sure I understand what you mean. You, Colonel. You snotty little bastard. And you can possibly fathom. You weep for Santiago and you curse the Marines. You have that luxury. You have the luxury of not knowing what I know. That Santiago's death, while tragic, probably saved lives. And my existence, while grotesque and incomprehensible to you, saves lives. You don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. We use these words as the backbone of a life spent defending something. You use them as a punchline. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Did you order the code red? I did the job. Did you order the code red? Goddamn right I did! Johnny! As long as you don't serve the chicken that way. <laughs> Tell me, um, what are the police say? They're calling it an accident. Who's the investigating officer? Lou Escobar. He's a lieutenant. You know him? Oh, yeah. Where from? We used to work together in Chinatown. Would <clears throat> you call him a capable man? Very. Honest? As far as it goes. Of course, he has to swim in the same water we all do. 
course, but you've no reason to think he's bungled the case. None. Not too bad. Too bad? Hmm. I'm sorry, but I just took a sauna, and it's real hard not to yell when you hit that cold water. You're not going to ignore me when I speak directly to you. I'm not ignoring you. What am I supposed to say? Okay, it's kind of hard not to yell when you hit that cold water. Hey, uh... Come here. What is your name? Aurora? Yes. You, uh... You want a shock? No, not especially. What? Well... <clears throat> we're gonna have this, uh dinner at uh, NASA dinner at the White House and uh, you know some cosmonauts and all of us and uh, I didn't know who I could take because all the people that I flew with well their wives are giving me bitch bites all up and down my back if I showed up what a we all have these terrible stories to get over and you it's not true some of us have great stories, pretty stories that take place at lakes with boats and friends and noodle salad. Just no one in this car, but a lot of people. That's their story. Good times, noodle salad. What makes it so hard is not that you had it bad, but that you're that pissed that so many others had it good. And you want to know the truth? You can't handle the truth. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I am, well, it's allergy season. You already know that. I figured tonight, just briefly, because I'm tired, <laughs> we would celebrate John Joseph Nicholson, born April 22nd, 1937. We know him as Jack. We can just call him Jack, but we call him Jack Nicholson. Three-time Academy Award winner filmmaker actor um an icon those clips say it all so much so that i don't really have to talk about in depth about jack because his films just say it for us and yes jack has been in the news and um it's unfortunate that people are bothering him and let the let the man live in peace let him, he's retired now. He was an actor for decades. He doesn't act anymore. We have those films to remember him by. I think people just want, they want Jack to come back. When you're 86 years old, think about it. Do you want to make films anymore? I don't think so. Some people do. Jack, Jack's got three Oscars. Whereas he said to the late Robin Williams, hey, Robbo. I got one for every decade, 60, the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s. He was uh, last nominated for About Schmidt in 2003, 20 years ago. Isn't that hard to believe? So 86 years ago, Jack Nicholson made his debut in New Jersey. Is it Neptune, New Jersey? Yeah, 86 years of, I mean... You know, people often talk about matinee idols and they talk about these good-looking actors and the method. <laughs> you know who's not method from what I can see? 
and he doesn't give interviews on television. That's also a rarity. Jack Nicholson didn't really give us a method. Jack just did it. He got up there. He was from an old school of of acting. And rather than inhabit the character, which he did, he also gave us this personality. So we knew in certain parts, especially showy parts, he's going to give us Jack. He's giving us the character, but he's also giving us Jack. And I say that because he is such an icon. He is an icon of the highest magnitude. And I think, you know, in films, people think, oh, well, if the person's good looking. Jack wasn't really a, a, a matinee idol, but the women loved him. I think the women loved the charisma. They loved the power, the the lack of authority that you get with Jack Nicholson, the fuck you that you get with Jack Nicholson, okay? And that's that's really, he became this anti-hero of Hollywood. And he'd always show up at the Academy Awards with those sunglasses on and, you know, I'm trying to think. I think the last time he showed up at the Academy Awards was 2013. That was the last time. And like I said, he's he's been doing this since the 50s, or he did do it until the, and and you know, he was so good in uh, The Departed, and that's why I played that clip. I mean, er, there are so many films that Jack made. The I loved him in Reds, where he play he basically plays Eugene O'Neill. He wanted to play Eugene O'Neill. He saw so many similarities i mean well for one he's irish that's what he said like eugene o'neill so um and you know everyone tries to do the jack impressions you know you want to know the truth you can't handle the truth i can't do it because only jack can do jack yes this actor that is a rock star actors don't really get that tagline but when you are a one-name person, you know, that's how people know you. All they have to say is Jack. And you know who we're talking about. We're talking about uh, Jack Nicholson. I thought, you know, just let's give him his flowers. He's still here. Give him his flowers. But also, let him rest. He's retired now. He made us laugh and feel for 60 years he doesn't have to do that anymore and it was an amazing run that he was on think about that 12 oscar nominations three wins think about that and we knew him off screen and on screen it was always at the lakers game there was nobody there is nobody like Jack, and there will never be another person like Jack, no matter how many people try to imitate him and so many different contexts and um but he's also a good friend to actors, and I want to play a clip of an actress who think about it was really a pop star first. you knew who I'm talking about. Come on when I say really a pop star first. But started acting and, you know, at first on television with, I believe, the, was it the first husband? <laughs> Probably. And then she becomes this film actress and is nominated. I'm queuing her up. 
is nominated for an Academy Award for Silkwood. You know who I'm talking about right now. Didn't get nominated for Mask. Was nominated the year for Moonstruck, which she won. And in that same year, she was in a film called The Witches of Eastwick. Here she is saluting Jack at the AFI Awards in 1994. Now, his co-star in Witches of Eastwick, Cher. Well, little Johnny, I've known you for all of what I laughingly call my adult years. And uh, when I had the chance to be in Witches, I wanted to do it, but for all the time I'd known you before, I was always so terrified of you and, and really frightened and intimidated. But I thought, I'm going to take this movie because I'm going to learn so much from him. And, and when they asked me to be here tonight, I thought, oh, God, I have to talk, and you know how I feel about that. I'm so terrified. And, and the moment I thought about how terrified I was, I remembered a day on the set. Michelle and Sue weren't there, and Johnny and I had this scene to shoot. And I was in my, my trailer, and all of a sudden, I was just so terrified, and I ran to his trailer. I knocked on the door, and I said, Johnny, I have to talk to you. And you said, sweetheart, I'm going to the bathroom. And I went, no, Johnny, I have to talk to you now. And you went, okay, chair, I'm right, I'm right there, I'm right there for you. And I walked in and I said, Johnny, I don't know what's the matter, but something's really the matter, and I don't think I can do this scene, and I just, I'm freaking out. And he went, sweetheart, we call that um, floating anxiety. And he said, if we have to sit here all day, if we don't shoot all day, I'll take care of you and you'll be fine. And the moment he said that, I felt like, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be great. Johnny's going to take care of everything. And we walked out on the set, and it was really great. And the one thing, everyone here knows what a brilliant actor he is. He's also one of the most dear, sweetest men I have ever known. And I love you. This is my bedroom. Yes, it is. The Borges once owned the bed. Of course you have to pay for it with your soul, but, uh, what the hell? I deserve a little luxury. You have to take care of yourself. No one's going to do that for you, are they? Hmm? <laughs> what is it that you think you're doing? Being as direct with you as I know how. I thought you might appreciate it. And, um, Anyway, I always like a little pussy after lunch. What do you say? Hmm? Are you trying to seduce me? I wouldn't dream of seducing you, Alexandra. I wouldn't insult your intelligence with anything as trivial as seduction. But uh, I would love to fuck you. Well, you know, I have to admit that I appreciate your directness, Daryl, and I will try and be as direct and honest with you as I possibly can be. Uh, I think, no, I, I am positive that you are the most unattractive man I have ever met in my entire life. You know, in the short time we've been together, you have demonstrated every loathsome characteristic of the male personality and even discovered a few new ones. You are physically repulsive, intellectually retarded, you're morally reprehensible, vulgar, insensitive, selfish, stupid, 
You have no taste, a lousy sense of humor, and you smell. You're not even interesting enough to make me sick. Um, would you like to be on the top or the bottom? Goodbye, Daryl, and thank you for a lovely lunch. Well, if that's the way you feel about it, that's the way you feel about it. Is that the way you feel about it? Who are you? Just your average horny little devil. I have to get home. What have you got to go home to, Alex? There isn't anybody there. Is there? Kid will take care of herself. She'll grab some food and fall asleep on the bed doing her homework. I promise. And house cleaning? Well, clean up the dirt. There's just more dirt to clean up tomorrow. Make the beds. They just have to be made tomorrow. Wash the dishes. There's more to wash tomorrow. I have to go home to make... Make dinner. Just gets eaten, doesn't it? done your best, Alex. You've done the wife bit, the motherhood bit, the carpools, the vegetable garden, the needlepoint, the macrame pot holders, a cup of coffee with a neighbor in the morning, a couple of drinks, a couple of pills, a little psychoanalysis, and uh, where are you now, Alex? I'm exactly where I want to be, and I'm doing fine. Pretending to be somebody else? Pretending to be half of what you are? How long can you last like that? The world keeps growing. You feed it. It doesn't feed you, does it? It washes through you, down the drain, wasted. Woman as a whole, isn't that what they say? All the futility of the world pouring into her? Hmm? How much can you take, Alex? How much can you take before you snap? Lying on your bed, looking at the ceiling, waiting for something to happen, and knowing all the time that you were meant for something better, feeling it, wanting it. Use me, Alex. Use me. Fill me up. I can take it. Make it happen. Don't wait. Time is the killer. Make it happen. Do it, Alex. Do it now. And as you can see, I'm a lot happier. Kick your ass around the block for drill, man. You try it, and I'll call the shore patrol. I am the fucking shore patrol, motherfucker. The chief voted. Now, will you please turn the television set on? Mr. McMurphy, the meeting was adjourned and the vote was closed. Oh, Jack. Jack, Jack. Jack Nicholson. 86 years of... A personality, uh, a man who really needs no introduction, and those clips alone prove that. I remember when I was studying acting a long time ago in a land far away, I really did, in college. Um, 
and I wanted to do those Jack moments, you know, where you clear the table like in three easy pieces or you get to throw a prop and the, the teacher looked at me and said, no, <laughs> no, I know what you want. That's what he said. I, I know you, you young men, you, you want that Jack energy. You can't have it. That's what he said to me. He says, you're a good mimic. And you're and you're able to do like a mime cry where you take on their, you know, vocal uh, characteristics and the cadence, you know, like I could do the Hannibal Lecter and all that. But Jack didn't do that. But I'm just I'm doing an example. And he was right. Nobody can do Jack. We can all try to do those. You know, that's a Brando thing, too. You know, clear the table and have dessert and I'm talking about dessert in a different way and those are acting exercises and everyone wants that everyone wants that power and vitality that Jack Nicholson had when he was acting and you know his his former lover and girlfriend Angelica Houston said he's never done television he he's he's an old kind of movie actor he was, I guess, going to supposedly do Larry King. And he says, well, you know, Larry, if I do your show, then I got to do everybody's show. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, he was on Saturday Night Live a couple of times. And, you know, that's Jack. That's Jack. Um, I knew I know someone who met him once a long time ago. Oh, ho, ho. she said he was a gentleman. And I think she said he smelled like a cigar. So Jack from all of us. In film world, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, you are the rock star of actors, if there ever such was one. Happy birthday. We're going to let you stay retired. I The the fact that the media is trying to, you know, I, I won't look at the images. I just won't. We can remember him as we all want to. Those different iconic film roles when he would show up to the Oscars or when he was on Saturday Night Live, remember? And they were all trying to do their Jack impression. So from one actor to another, <laughs> happy birthday and, um, you know, uh, oh, I got a helmet. <laughs> oh, I got a beauty. Unpleasant dreams.